There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had us at hello. I'm Paige Wesley. <laughs> I'm Michael Randolph. And I'm Todd Randolph. <laughs> like, why, why, why did you pause? Like, what was that? I I, I'm so not used to using our last names. Okay, uh, let me try that again. I'm Michael Randolph. And I'm Todd Awesome. <laughs> And today you're going to learn about what is the <laughs> romancing the pod. This is our introduction episode. So sit right back and allow us to introduce you to ourselves. Ew. We uh, had so much fun on our crossover podcast or multiple crossover podcasts yeah. at this point with horror virgin and cult podcast. And we were like, why don't we do this all the time? <laughs> and about something that's more fun to talk about than like death, real life death on your podcast page yes. or fake fictitious movie death on our podcast mike we had a yeah. long zoom call we've recorded an episode and then we just talked and talked as friends for hours we we're talking like sometimes it's a little draining to research cults and talk about all these people dying and then we're like you know what sometimes it's hard to talk about movies where everyone's terrible and people get murdered and, and like stabbed to death and stuff we should do something fun and light like romantic comedies Yes. So that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. So welcome uh, to Romancing the Pod. <laughs> I don't like romantic comedy. It has been a feature of my personality. Wait, really? Really. <laughs> All right. So tell me everything. Why don't you like them? I think for me, because I don't see people like myself reflected in them. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Oh, okay. So fair. it's very difficult for me to connect with them in the same way that other women do. Uh, I also, my mom doesn't like romantic comedies. And I think a lot of women use these movies to kind of connect with other women and especially their moms sometimes. Like this is something that a girl would go see with her mom and that's I can kind see of a that. fun thing they share. That's yeah. a really and good point. Yeah, That's not the relationship my mom and I have. We went and saw Scorpion King together and we're perfectly happy doing it. <laughs> I mean, The Rock, are you kidding me? Yeah. So great. That's a movie you take your mom to for sure. My mom uh, is a wonderful woman. I love her dearly. She made me the person I am. And she loves crime, procedurals, and sci-fi. Nice. And so that's who I became. <laughs> and couple that with not feeling represented in romantic comedy. So I tend to not like them very much. All right, I'm about to interject on page here. This is not a personal attack, but I find it... I find it very ironic that you're like, I don't identify and I don't believe the fairy tale, but in your personal life, you like met a guy. It was kind of like a fairy tale. And then you got married. Well, so we met through mutual friends on Facebook and then his mom got six. We had to be long distance for a year and a half. And then he moved back and we eventually got married. 
but that was after years and years of dating horrible people. But did you, and so what you're saying is you wrote him every day for a year and, a half, <laughs> and then you got together and are happy. If he was engaged or at any point of this, you were like in the notebook. Like, like that's the thing. She just described the plot of a movie. We'll I know. Watch. Right? <laughs> I've got the first 30 pages right here. We're doing this. I think more of what I mean by like, don't identify is like, especially as like a teenager or when I was younger, and single I would look at these movies of these like conventionally attractive normal people who were like there's just no single guys I'm like bitch walk down the street I know <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are loads of single guys I was one of them try, for a long yeah. time try being fat and sarcastic and make this movie happen <laughs> it's not gonna happen for you like I, I really appreciate that now we see a lot more people that I'm like I do see parts of myself in them. Yeah. But especially older romantic comedies, I'm like you're literally a supermodel. I don't want to hear you yeah. complaining about being single. Yeah. <laughs> like you could be with anyone. <laughs> or I I really hate it's something that happens in older rom coms where like there's a conventionally attractive woman and they're like you should lose some weight. I'm like well fuck me then. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here watching this being like I could never be that small. <laughs> so I feel like for me there's a lot of lack of representation which has led me not to enjoy those movies as much. But also there's no explosions in them. <laughs> right? They're emotional explosions. Yeah, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> explosions so, of the heart. <laughs> Both of you like rom-coms. Yeah. Why do you like them? Todd, do you want to go first or me? I mean, I think I probably should go first. Okay. But because I feel like yours is going to be ridiculous. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am like, a, I don't know. I'm just like an overly romantic, silly, sad person. And I like rom-coms because I like, I like the comedy part of it, clearly. I feel like that's something you probably like too, Paige. That's the one thing that makes them bearable. Yeah, right. And I, I do wonder when you were saying like you didn't see yourself represented in them. I feel like the character that would be your body type was always relegated to like the funny, the funny friend who's also single and like yes. nobody talks about it. We don't ever get her story. So like I feel like all of your critiques are 100% accurate. Oh, you know? super valid. Super val yeah. I would say that romantic comedies have gotten better, like you said, over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But for me, like, you know, I wrote you every day for a year that I referenced, <laughs> or, you know. You complete me. Yeah, you complete me. <laughs> you had me at hello, like all of these things. No one should ever complete you. They should compliment you. <laughs> <laughs> if someone completes you, it's codependent behavior that you should be worried about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll probably cover a lot of that in some of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me like sad and I cry. And like, I, I am like the kind of guy who will cry at any movie. Like I cried at the blind side with Sandra Bullock, which is not a rom-com, but like at I the end, I like sobbed through the last 30 minutes of that movie. So like, I remember going on dates in high school to these movies and the girl I would be there with would be like looking at me like, why are you crying so much? What is <laughs> happening? I mean, it's too emotional anyway, but I like them for that reason though. But I do feel like Paige, it's very unreal. Realistic. Like yes. in, in real life, I can't tell you how many times I, you know, someone would like break up with me or whatever. And then I'd be like, oh, 
she'll come back. She'll realize she was wrong. I'll just walk away. And when I get 10 steps away, she'll come running after me. And that <laughs> never happens. It, it never, it happen- ever it, it happens. It happens, Todd. It happens when you start dating someone else. Then they show up. <laughs> well, that, that I did learn, too. Yes. But, Mikey, tell them why you like romantic comedies. Okay. Well, and, Todd, you should say that you're in a committed, serious relationship. I, I think. am. I think in this podcast, our, yeah, our relationship statuses matter where we're coming from. Yeah. And Mikey, also, when we started the last podcast, and I realized you weren't a host yet on that podcast, I had just been cheated on, and I had just moved from California back to Nashville. So I'm starting this podcast at a very different place relationship-wise. And if you listen at the beginning of the Horror Virgin till now, you can see like this evolution of maturing from being like super mad and angry at women because my last two girlfriends cheated on me for whatever reason. And then you know, as I, you can like tell, you can like tell episodes in when I meet Natalie, and then like when we start dating. And then when like oh, I, I, so I like mature into this like happy committed person anyway. Yeah, it is pretty funny. But Mikey, um, so yeah, you are not in a happy committed relationship. You um, <laughs> you are single, right, Mikey? Let's get into it. Yeah, thanks for that segue. I appreciate it. Yep, good. Um, <laughs> I am single right now. Um, I went through a bad breakup last year, as you Todd knows, because I talked about it nonstop. Yeah, I'm an I'm an emotionally driven guy, Absolutely. which is kind of rare. I'm a mental health professional. So I, I talk about feelings. I'm okay with that. Uh, so a uh, little backstory. I would I didn't really start dating much until I was 30. So I was kind of a late bloomer. I was way over 300 pounds. And then like when I was 29, I was like, okay, I was like, I've got to be more vulnerable. I need to like take care of myself. I made a lot. I, I want like deeper relationships and friendships. And I made a big self-improvement kind of thing. And I lost like 75 pounds and I like started being more vulnerable and I started dating and getting more attention. So I felt like I'm like 10 years behind everybody in general. So that, that's a key. But I've always been a hopeless romantic. As, same. Uh, same, Mikey. 100% right. same. Yeah. And I'm like you, Todd. I'll cry during movies and things oh. like that. Yeah, I do cry no matter like even in bad movies. I cried during a Star Wars episode one. So like, <laughs> you said people gonna tear up. Yeah, I cried when he left his mom. Oh, I had yeah. this like I was like someday I'm gonna have to leave my mom <laughs> because I yeah. love my mom. Who doesn't love love moms? Yeah. And then Paige murdered a whole Sand People village and younglings and all the younglings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I started late. I'm, I'm I'm a super hopeless romantic. I'm very thoughtful. I deal with a lot of dark stuff, reality stuff at work because I do a lot. Of, I do crisis mental health work, which is all like the you always meet people on their worst day, and they always have horrible stories of things that happened to them and upset them. And then I love dark movies, dark podcasts, I like true crime and like Absolutely, all that yeah. stuff. But sometimes you just need a movie to like. Make you feel like warm and fuzzy inside. You need an escape. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Right. Which is why I like these kind of, and I, and I know they're not realistic and so some of them can be, but like, I like it when like they do like, you know, 900,000 times out of a, you know, of a million, the girl's not going to run back after the breakup, but no. in the movie they do. And maybe one time out there they do. And it's nice to see that story play out on screen. So yeah, I like a good escape. I like a good Sometimes I'm getting a romantic mood and I want to feel, I want to see two people fall in love and like, you know, it's made me better at dating in some things like thinking of good gifts and like good dates and stuff. Sure. And then other, other times it's, you know, they'll make you worse. Cause like you said, it's unrealistic. Yeah. And a lot of them make really unhealthy relationships. But it's like, and it is funny. And it's, <laughs> I mean, you're right. I feel like romantic comedies set me up to believe that drama was good. 
Yes. Which is not okay. Like when I when I met my husband, one of the best things about our relationship was that I didn't feel like I felt like I could just say what I was thinking and I didn't feel like I had to play a game of some sort mm-hmm. and it just felt easy. And if this was a romantic comedy, my character would then be like, it's too easy. I have to cheat on him. But like, because it was real life, I was like, I think I'm just going to keep going with this easy thing. I like the romantic comedies where like the drama's not the couple. It's like stuff that's happening to them in their lives that affects their relationship that they have to mm-hmm. overcome kind of together. Like mm-hmm. job problems or like, you know, I don't want to say exes, but that is definitely a cliche in there. Absolutely, but I mean, like, yeah. you know, are like people getting sick, like, like regular drama that they deal with together. It's never like a. Uh, I'm a terrible person <laughs> and like that's the drama they have to overcome. I don't like those kind of movies. Yeah. It's nice to see successful couples. I don't know. Just so you can see what it's like to be in a, an actual successful relationship. Is that what you're saying, Mikey? I have been in successful relationships. <laughs> I have, I have had movie esque moments. Yeah. And uh, you know, they don't, and they, they and, and they have finally in the last like 10 years started making movies about like, when all that stuff falls apart and they're pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been in love a few times and I've gotten hurt. So, I mean, I get it, but I'm still a hopeless romantic and I'm not like cynical right now. Same. I was for a bit and I couldn't watch these movies for a while. So th- I was kind of scared watching these movies that I would like bring some stuff up, but it's been really good. So it tells me I'm in a better place uh, being able to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, cynicism probably contributed for me a little bit when I was younger where I was mm-hmm. like I am so lonely I cannot stand to watch these people <laughs> I have a better time watching them now although I still don't super enjoy them uh I can at least watch and laugh at them now and that's the thing it's like even when they're bad like you're getting the good escape and you're like these people are terrible and man it's entertaining to watch <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite rom-com oh god Paige I have a list Oh my I, god! Yes, okay. <laughs> but mine are kind of uh, male oriented because that's you know I'm a I'm a guy. So like she's all that. Like <laughs> <laughs> no. and that's the thing. I didn't really get into romantic comedies until like mid to late twenties. So like I've missed a lot of the nineties, early two thousand. Oh nice, stuff. yeah. Because the yeah. ones I'm thinking of are like eighties and nineties movies. So like when Harry no. Met Sally was one of my favorites. I've never uh-huh. seen it. Oh really? Oh, I've never really? seen it either. Wow, ten things I hate about you. Save, oh, I do like that movie. Save yes, the Last Dance. Like, like, those are the movies that I like remember from, like, my childhood growing up. But I don't know if they're good movies. I haven't seen them in so long. Let me give you a top five romantic comedies list for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done no thinking on this, right, Mikey? You've done no thinking. Uh, uh, this is just, like, why you were talking. Uh, okay, so I... Do we count Wedding Crashers? Yeah. I, I will count yeah, Wedding Crashers. Absolutely. And I do... I really enjoy Wedding Crashers. Love it. <laughs> Love that movie. Yeah. I, I know I shouldn't, but I do. Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Love oh, it. great. Yeah. Elizabeth Town with Orlando Bloom. I have not seen, seen Elizabeth it. Town. Yeah. yeah. Love that movie. Um, What If, which is like an indie romantic comedy, it stars Daniel Radcliffe. <gasps> oh, oh. I've, ne- I've never seen it. It's one of my all time favorites. And then there's one directed by Chris Evans, Before You Go. But I love that film. And it's like one night in New York kind of movie. I'll watch anything with Chris Evans. Yeah, I have a I have a small thing for him as myself. So yes, he's, he's wonderful. <laughs> I love the before trilogy too, just because it shows like stages of relationships, and I feel like it does it pretty well. I've never seen it. 
They're I've so never good. Seen it they're, either. they're really, really uh-huh. good. And Ethan Hawke is amazing and dreamy. And I think it's Julie Deeply or Delpley. And she's yeah, amazing yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love her too. I think I, because I do have favorites. Like there are a handful that I like, just in general, I tend to not. Yeah. But mine definitely skew. Oddly enough, more male oriented, but also more comedically forward as opposed to romantic. Same. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably one of my favorites of all time is The Wedding Singer. I love the movie The Wedding Singer. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Wedding Singer, Better Off Dead. That's such a good one. I've not seen that one. Better Off Dead is amazing. Uh, John Cusack hates it, and I don't care. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, that's fantastic. We've all talked about that movie. When we were talking about doing this podcast, we talked about how that movie was so amazing. And that was one of my first rom-coms. I remember watching it in my friend's basement and being like, oh, my God, this is the best movie ever. I, I think I requested to do that movie for my birthday. <laughs> like whenever we, we record close to my birthday. <laughs> yeah. I love a good teen movie. Okay. Yes, I do too. Okay. You know, even like controversial, I do love 16 Candles. It is a problematic movie. It is. It is. Yeah. But John Hughes is a great writer too. So like it's, it's yes. going to be of the time, but it's well done of the time, you know? So I haven't seen any of those movies oh, since like, since I was like a kid. Yes. Since I was a kid. I've seen 16 Candles. Okay. I remember nothing about it. Okay. And final five. And this one is super problematic and probably doesn't hold up at all. While you were sleeping. Ooh, yeah. I, I Ooh, remember seeing that Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, but I I have not seen it in a long, long time. Ooh, yeah. F- the, the plot alone is bad. <laughs> I, I've never seen it either. I have never seen it. It's it's one of those movies that I feel like you're going to love, even though you have so many problems with it. <laughs> yeah, probably. You're gonna be like, this is problematic for so many reasons, but great. Uh, it is also a Christmas movie, much like Just Friends, which I Oh, love. yes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. I, I like Serendipity with uh, John Cusack. I watch Serendipity at least once a year with my girlfriend. It's our favorite Oh, movie. it's so good. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's amazing. This is going to be a fun <laughs> yeah. experience for us. And th- that's the thing about romantic comedies, like what you're saying, Paige, like they're all problematic. But I think people go in knowing this. And it's yeah. like one of the few film genres where people go in so forgiving. Yes. They're like, this is going to be pretty bad, but like, I really want this. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. And they'll straight up enjoy it when it's like not great. I don't understand, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm right there. I mean, that's why Hallmark Channel exists. Yeah. So we're going to break down these movies. Like, yeah. We'll talk about all the things that are fun, all the things that could be pretty problematic now. <laughs> I'll go into like a mental health perspective and like maybe this person's a sociopath or... <laughs> If this person walked into my office, would I tell them, like, as a couples counselor, what would my reaction be? Uh, <laughs> Todd and I will come in with the successful relationship perspective of, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you have to, like, tell your partner about those things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now all I'm thinking about is, like, having a segment where, like, Paige and I are, like, the characters from the movie, but also going to couples counseling. And Mikey is the counselor. And we just, like... Uh, Paige and I will like improv the characters from the movie and then you would respond like a counselor. That's all I want to do right now. That would be so (laughs) funny. That'd be really funny. Like for bonus episodes, it'd be really funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to break down whether the characters in the movies have like realistic job to income ratios. Could they afford that penthouse (laughs) apartment in New York City working as a barista at Starbucks? Spoiler alert. No. No, they could not. (laughs) Almost never. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about that kind of stuff. 
we'll talk box office and other like funnish type facts and stuff like that as well. And then we'll, uh, you know, just have some fun. So it will be sort of a weekly thing. We'll give you homework to do by watching this movie and then we will discuss it. Yeah, I'm super excited. About I can't it. wait, man. It's going to be so much fun. I'm already having fun. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Same. So guys, check out our bunch of episodes. Like they, there are five episodes right now for you to go binge. So go binge them. Leave us a rating and review. If you want to follow us on social, we are at Romancing Pod Show. Romancing the Pod Show. Romancing the Pod Show. We just we just got it set up. So it's Romancing the Pod Show <laughs> on all the social platforms. Yes. And yeah, just go uh, follow us. Give us a rating and review. All of that stuff. Tell your friends and just have some fun with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> We've recorded one episode already, guys, and it was fucking fire. It was. I'm excited. I'm so excited for the next one we're going to record. I know. I'm, I'm like, I, I can't so wait. So many thoughts. Yeah. So, guys, we'll see you in our first episode and then forever. You guys complete me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, go binge our first episodes. Bye. Bye. Bye.